I didn't put in my nominations, who I do love is Andy Carl. We love Andy Carl. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even realize it was the same yeah. show! <laughs> Spider-Man and Green Goblin are reuniting this season on Broadway. Hilarious. Do I do anything else but watch Broadway.com vlogs? No. Probably not. I know, I have a favorite Temptation song, everyone. <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's winning. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode one of Off to Broadway, the podcast where we deep dive into anything and everything musical theater from the comfort of my car. I'm Tara. I'm Stefania. And in today's episode, we're talking way too early Tony nominations, as in three months too Extremely early. Extremely <laughs> early. But before we get into that, we thought that you should get to know us a little bit better. Yeah, and about our love of musical theater. Hi again. I'm Tara from Toronto, and I'm obviously obsessed with musical theater. In my spare time, you can find me reading the message boards on broadwayworld.com. And my favorite musical theater song to sing in the car right now is I Love Play Rehearsal from Be More Chill. Oh, really? But you can also always find me singing both parts to Take Me or Leave Me from Rent. Yes, that's a good choice. Um, I'm Stefania, and you will never find me not listening to a cast recording in my car. That's what I bump at all times. Um... For me, I would say my favorite songs to sing along to in the car are, okay, my miscast is Being Alive from Company. Yes. But also every single part to One Day More. So either way. I support that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's difficult, but I think I've done it. Also, happy episode one. I know. It's, it's our opening night. <laughs> it is our opening night. I do have to say, Steph, I'm very overwhelmed. <laughs> We've been messaging each other saying how stressed we are picking these nominees there, it's a lot of options i feel like there's a lot of musicals this year and a lot of new musicals mm -hmm. so you can't really rely on oh this is a tony winning role normally yes so. and also if you could see this car right now i've got about <laughs> nine pages of nominations with pictures attached wow okay i know I've that got, you just have a notebook i've got a list of three pages pretty full it's just a lot of people's names really yeah so to start this off i think that we should talk about all of the potential musicals that could be nominated this season. Yeah. Everything new that opened this season. So my list, I'm just going to go quick through it pretty quickly. So Ain't Too Proud, the Temptations musical, um, just had its out of town here in Toronto. And it's going to open um, later this season. The Prom, which we both saw and loved, which um, I'm really excited to see how it does at the Tonys. Be More Chill, which you saw off-Broadway. Yes. And is going to open in February uh, at the Lyceum. Uh, Tootsie just had its Chicago tryout and hasn't opened yet, but it'll open this season. Pretty Woman opened over the summer. The Share Show um, opened in December. Hades Town, which is currently in London in the West End. It's closing soon, I feel. Yes, because it's coming in, I think, April probably. Yep. Um, Beetlejuice, which is out of town. I can't remember where now. Washington. Washington, you're right. Uh, where Mean Girls did it and is opening uh, later this season. Um, King Kong. Have which, seen that. Which you saw. Yep. Uh, started in, opened in October, I believe. And then we've got two that have closed. Um, Head Over Heels, which I saw. You know, it was okay. <laughs> and Getting the Band Back Together, which ran for two months um, and wasn't really very well received. No. The other possibility of a new musical, um, which is currently running, or actually just closed off Broadway, is Girl from North Country. Yes. There are rumors it's coming in this season, but... Currently unconfirmed. Yeah, and interestingly, it was supposed to have its Canadian premiere <laughs> in Toronto as part of the 27-2018 Mervish season. Yep. It got pushed back because it was going off-Broadway. I'm yep. not sure if they wanted to use the same cast or not, but yeah, it is either. rumored to be coming in the 2019-2020 Mervish season. Yeah. 
We should also mention a little disclaimer. If we pronounce anybody's names wrong, I'm so sorry. We're doing our best here. <laughs> also, if you are hearing rufflings of paper and... Tara's very stressed. I am very stressed. And also, we are only talking musicals. We are not yes. talking plays. There are a lot of plays this season. I think it's actually a great season for plays. Yeah. But there's just so much and... There's also a lot of celebrities on Broadway that's right true. now. And... But I think our passion is musicals. Yes. And that's what we're really here for. Yeah. Should we um, just dive right in? I think so. But let me mention the two revivals first, actually. Yes. Uh, Oklahoma and Kiss Me Kate. We thought it was going to be a one revival season with just Kiss Me Kate. We did, because there but was no A late entry from Oklahoma. <laughs> a late. But as soon as Once on this Island closed and Circle in the Square, yeah. everybody on the forums was, was like, Oklahoma Oklahoma's is coming. coming. Yeah. Yeah, because they had that great St. Anne's Warehouse production in the round. Which we will talk about. Yeah, we will a talk about later. It a lot. So we are going to start with best actor in a musical. Mm-hmm. And you have five. You know, we'll have five by the end. <laughs> okay. I'm stressed. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. My style versus Steph's style is I need to commit That's to true. something right now. And I might discover things in this conversation. It's true. And I was thinking the same thing. That's why I also have potential names of people that could have been yeah. nominated. So okay. these are in no particular order. I have Santino Fontana in Tootsie. Same. I think uh, this might be his year. Yeah. So let's, we'll go through it and then yeah. we'll discuss each person afterwards. Uh, go for it. Um, my next person, and this is actually kind of a hot take because they haven't even announced, uh, confirmed the cast yet, but from Oklahoma, I've got Damon Downo. Same. Same. Wow. Look at that. Two. Um, this is also something that... I mean, it started now, but we will discuss as we're going on. There are a few productions that have not announced their cast. Yeah. And I have nominated them and possibly chosen them to win. So <laughs> Hilarious. We should just mention he is playing um, Curly, I believe. Yes. So the role of Curly can also be... Also an interesting fact, fact about him before we get into it is he was actually in the off-Broadway production know. of Hades Down. I know. In the role that Reeve Carney is now playing and yeah. we're assuming is going to transfer to Broadway. But again, casting is not announced for Hades right. Town either. Um, my next nominee is Derek Baskin from Ain't Too wow, Proud. Wow, same. Wow. Yeah, look at that. We're doing really well on this. I this know. makes me very excited. I know. Your next one? Okay, my next one. Oh, this is where I've lost it. Yeah. I think I'm going to go Will Rowland in Be More Chill. <gasps> wow. I didn't choose him. <laughs> you didn't choose him? And I love Will Rowland I know you do. And so you saw much. this production. But yeah. I think... I mean, we can get into it later, but I yeah. don't think Be More Chill is going to be in the best musical category. Me either. But I think they're going to single out some performances. Right. Some others we'll get to later. Yeah. So Will Roland is on my long list, but did not make my short list. And the fact that you chose him, now I, I feel like I'm just looking at the rest of the list. So and I'm yeah, my stressed. next my next nominee, I also went with a Will, but I went with Will Chase for Kiss Me Kate. Oh, true. I don't even have him on my short list. This is so interesting. Um, I'm writing him down because. I didn't even think of him. We'll chase Star of Smash. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I. <laughs> and my last nominee. Mm-hmm. Oh wait. No, keep at? going. Uh, I did four, so. Okay, so your first, your my last, last nominee is a bit of a controversial, controversial choice mm-hmm. because there are three people on my long list that I love: mm-hmm. Reeve Carney, Andy Carl, and Will Rowland. Mm-hmm. But I went with someone who I think he will be the only person that will honor this show, if honor is even the right word. And I went with Alex Brightman for Beetlejuice. Wow. That's interesting because I feel that show has kind of gotten mixed reviews and it's out of town. I have been reading a lot about it and mm-hmm. apparently they will be changing a, a ton lot. of the show from its out of town tryout to its Broadway 
debut. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only other potential award that Beetlejuice could be nominated for is scenic design because the set pictures yeah. are stunning. But I don't think it's going to get any nominations. And I mean, I like Alex Brightman. Yeah, he was nominated for um, uh, School, School of Rock. Rock. Which is kind of, I don't know if that got best new musical that year, but they kind of recognized his performance in that. Yeah. Um, and with my long list, we had said this in... Excuse me, let me finish my category oh, sorry, here. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm going to pick another one of your faves. I'm going to go that they're going to give Reeve Carney this nomination. Are you serious? I know, I know. But I don't even think that Reeve Carney's going to transfer You don't think he's going to transfer? The, I think he's going to transfer. Okay, let me just He did put, this in Canada for this. He's transferring. I know, also something I didn't know. Let me just start by saying, before I, I talk about my feelings, I love Reeve Carney. I know. I saw Spider-Man turn off the dark twice. I might be one of the only people to say that. And no, nobody was injured in the two Julie shows Taylor. that I saw. And also, there was no stoppage. There was no technical difficulty. Such a disappointment. Honestly, would have liked to see it stop. But I loved him in Spider-Man. I think his voice, his voice is, is so gorgeous, so pretty and mm-hmm. so smooth. I could listen to him sing all day. However... The only reason why I didn't go with him for my nominations is mm-hmm. because he's getting terrible reviews in London. I agree. He is. My theory on this is that Hades Town is going to be the darling of the Tony Awards. I agree with you. And so I think they're going to find something in every category to give them. Really? I think they're just going to... Don't like, get me wrong. If Reef Carney's nominated, I'm here for that. No, no, no. But I really think that Hades Town is going to be the show that everyone, that people kind of rally behind and get really excited about for the Tonys. It's going to be lauded they're gonna be very excited about it um and so i really feel that i would be surprised if all the other categories that let's say got acting nominations and he was left out in this category yeah uh to go into a little bit about the other nominees Mm -hmm. uh derek baskin i actually saw ain't too proud in toronto Mm -hmm. it's a fine show i'm not the biggest fan of jukebox musicals it's the story of the temptations i read a review that called it a glorified powerpoint presentation yes me too it's actually my favorite review ever (laughs) killed me i was like okay um like the ta- they're very talented mm. i just i'm a little tired of these biopic musicals mm-hmm. i will say though for him specifically i wouldn't have nominated him but he does not leave the stage ever yeah. he's basically narrator and then he has a great song towards the end of the show mm-hmm. so that's the only reason that he's on my list to go back to what oh, you- does he sing papa was rolling stone right at the end of the show is that the song yes that's my favorite temptation song so i'm wow. very excited i know i have a favorite temptation song everyone <laughs> Shocking. It's Pablo's Rolling Stone. Okay. Um, but to go back to wh- how we started this conversation, mm-hmm. I also think that this is the year of Santino Fontana. And I'm <laughs> I agree. so happy about it. I agree. I think he's so talented. His voice is gorgeous. Stunning. Um, and I'm really excited to see what he does in Tootsie. Right. So he was nominated in 2013 at, for Topher in Cinderella. Cinderella. Yeah. I saw him. That's probably where I fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, he's in Frozen, and I love Frozen. <laughs> but I recently saw him in Hello, Dolly, when he stepped oh, into... Oh, for one week, didn't he? Yes. Like, a few months, a few so weeks? So, Gavin Creel had a back injury. I mean, I wasn't going to see Gavin Creel in the show anyway. Yeah, yeah, Bernadette yeah. Peters was in it, and Victor You're Garber. fine. Yeah. But it was a pleasant surprise when I found out that the exact week that I was there, Santino was stepping into the role. Yeah. And can I just say... I saw his second performance, and he rehearsed for only two weeks. Crazy. It was like he had been in the show for five years. That's crazy. He's so talented. Mm-hmm. He seems like the nicest guy ever, and mm-hmm. I would love to see him rewarded with a Tony Award. Yeah, I'd be really happy for him, and I think he'd do a great speech. I hope they pronounce his uh, name correctly when they announce he it. He posted something on Instagram very recently. Oh, that... so he put, like, Fantino Fontana, yes. <laughs> like, the S instead. 
as someone with a very Italian name as well, I relate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm excited for him. Yeah, I watched him on the first season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, mm-hmm. where he got to sing a lot, and he was great in that show. Also, submissions only, he was great on that, too. And this would be great promo for Frozen 2 if he wins. Yes, shout out to Frozen 2 at the speech. Yeah. Um, yeah, someone I left out. Um, I think my winner pick is also going to be Santino Fontana in mm-hmm. this Oh, yeah. My winner pink is Santino. Yeah, our winner picks are Santino, both of us. Even though our nominees kind of uh, rolled out differently by the end. um, But I think Santino is the front runner for a show that hasn't even opened yet. But I really think... He is transferring, though. That has been confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Someone I didn't put in my nominations, who I do love, is Andy Carl. We love Andy (laughs) Carl. I actually saw Pretty Woman, and he does a great job in it. Yeah. That show is just fine. Yeah, and I also, sadly for Andy, just think that he's always just going to be there. I have to say that when we first talked about doing this podcast and talked about how we wanted our first episode to be the way too early Tony nominations, we had said that, unfortunately, we don't think that Andy Carl is going to make the cut, and mm-hmm. he did not make the cut on both no, of our No, he didn't lists. make the cut. I do love you still, Andy. And I love Orfe, too. So. All right, let's move on to Best Actress in a Musical. Do you want to start this one? Okay, I will start this one. Let me take the obvious girl here. Let's go Stephanie J. Block in the Cher show. Love. I will get into that in a minute. Yeah. My next pick is Kelly O'Hara in Kiss Me Kate. Yeah, same. I think this could end up being a battle between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And that is a battle of the queens, let's just say. Yep. My next pick is going to be Rebecca Naomi Jones in Oklahoma. Again, unconfirmed, but... I feel like she might have been confirmed. I thought the... The only reason I say this, I've been watching a lot of the Cher Show vlogs, and Jared Spector's friends with everybody in the theater community, obviously, and he was talking to Rebecca Naomi Jones at Broadway Con, and was Mm -hmm. like, I'm so excited for you to be in Oklahoma, and she sort of, like, put her hat over her face as in, like, don't tell anybody yet, (laughs) but... I mean, she was in the off-Broadway run. Yeah. Everyone loves her. Yeah. yeah so She replaced Lena Hall in Hedvig. My brother actually saw her. Really? Yeah. I should, I, she would be amazing. And the thing that I know her for is her amazing uh, rendition of 21 Guns for American Yes, Idiot. I love... I listened to the American Idiot cast album. Probably too, too much. much yeah. Too much. For a show that probably wasn't good. Um, yeah. I also... Yeah, they even had at Broadway Con um, Damon Dono do... Um, a song from Oklahoma okay, so at the Rodgers and Hammerstein night. I feel like it's So, confirmed. you know, even though if it's not official, I feel like they're going to bring when us the cast. When is it opening? I feel it... like April, probably. Yeah. So they're they should have casting news soon-ish. Soon. Yeah. Uh, no. My next nominee is Eva Noblezada. Is that yeah. her name? Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, gonna... For Hadestown, she I'm was recently nominated for Miss Saigon also. I agree. She Her voice is gorgeous. And that goes back to what I was saying with Reeve Carney. I think Hadestown is going to be the darling of the Tonys this yeah. year. She's um, also a, is she a Jimmy Award winner? No, she competed at the Jimmy Awards. But She's she a Jimmy win. Award nominee. She was discovered there, though, because they saw her there and they brought her She's over to Miss Saigon. Yeah, her voice is gorgeous. She also did Les Mis in yep. the West End. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, her voice is gorgeous. My other nominee, my final nominee, this is so difficult. This because is a controversial choice because mine is, it depends on how the show chooses to split up their nominees. Yes. So we're, gonna, we're talking about the prom here, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> so, I, can I just say that the, the reason I struggled so hard is because of the prom. Yes. I wanted the prom to be honored so badly, but I didn't know how they would split up the acting Neither of us put Brooks in lead actor, and I kind of see him I'm as the so lead I'm so happy that, that you didn't, because that that's what stressed me I out. almost did. Like, he's on my list here, sorry, but I I just, when I think about it, I think we're going to... Okay, so then I feel like our final nominee is the same. It's going to be Caitlin. Yeah. yeah I agree. Um, 
Is she 100% going to get nominated? No, 100% not. No. And on my long list, I have Sophia and Caruso for Beetlejuice because the only good thing that came out of that show was apparently her. She's 16 years old? I think she's 17. I wrote 17 on my notes. So if she is nominated, she becomes the uh, youngest nominee, I think. Or if she wins, she becomes the youngest winner. Because how old is Haley Kilgore? Uh, She was like 19. Okay, so. So, Yeah. Um, I don't. I, in, in lead actress. Again, I'm not sure that they're going to honor Beetlejuice at all at the Tony Awards. It'll be interesting. And then my other one on the long list was Samantha Barks for Pretty Woman. I have Samantha Barks on my long list as well. I wrote Long Shot next to her. And my other person kind of on my long list is Christiane Pitts from King Kong. No way are they so, going to give any acting awards. I agree. But also she has been kind of the bright spot of a lot of reviews for King Kong. Yes. I just... The stink, the stench that comes off of King Kong in terms of Tony nominations, I can see people staying away from it completely. Yeah, I um, mean, I, I also have written down. It's very possible that they will give King Kong a special Tony yeah, Award as, well. as they did for War Horse. I see that as well in the puppetry aspect oh, man. of it. Loved War Horse so much. But as someone that has seen King Kong and did not hate it, you still don't think Christiane? I still is don't there. think that she's going to be up there just because the. It's hard this year. I think everybody is super talented. Yeah, and it's a crowded season, I feel. Yeah. So to go back to uh, what we said at the beginning of this category, that this could be a true diva fight off, mm-hmm. there is really no information on the Kiss Me Kate revival. Right. However, if you put Kelly O'Hara in a show, you better believe she's going to get nominated. She will definitely get nominated. She won for The King and I, her first win after, I believe, six nominations. She also said that she just doesn't do revivals for fun. She only does them if she feels that the show needs to be revived. I... I stand by that and appreciate that stance for her. Um, It's been interesting with revivals. Kiss Me Kate is another one that is kind of, not to use this word, but slightly problematic, let's say, in the way that Carousel was, even in the way that My Fair Lady was. Mm -hmm. Um, So I hope they put some work into the staging of it while still maintaining the integrity of the original show into making it current for today's audiences and not revamping the whole thing, but just I hope there's a lot of thought put into the reason for this revival and kind of making it palatable for today again with not removing any of the integrity of it yes with that being said I am choosing my winner for this category and it is Stephanie J. Block I 100% agree Stephanie is the the winner here I saw the share show Mm -hmm. is it an incredible show no but she is a star. I heard the sh- the share show described as... Also, her as name is Star. star. <laughs> I heard the share show described as not good, but maybe great. <laughs> I would agree with that. You know, it's not good objectively, but damn, it was great. You fought You could Texted you yeah. at intermission and after the show saying throw all of the Tonys mm-hmm. at Stephanie J. Block. She is a star. And this is a long time coming for her. This is, would She has not been nominated yet, but this would only be her third nomination, which is crazy for such a long and great career that she's yeah. had. She is the first Alphabet I saw in Wicked. Really? Yeah. Oh, you saw is, it so early. Yeah. And I also saw her last year. She did a concert at the uh, with the TSO with... Ramin, right? Um, where they sing Sondheim, and she's just so talented. Oh, she's she's such a powerhouse. We saw the uh, falsettos, film falsettos, live from, yeah, live from the Lincoln Center. I don't, I don't know. know. It was I a think PBS it was a Lincoln special. Center production. Yeah. Um, 
She's so talented and she gives everything in this role. In when I'm breaking down, when she puts that banana in her mouth and keeps singing, like give her Tony Ward for that like 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, and I also think that, I mean, there's no questioning that she deserves this award, but for any, if, if, if there is any questioning of mm-hmm. it, she probably deserved to win for falsettos. Yeah. And who won? Oh, Rachel B. Jones won. Yeah. That was also the year that Jen Colella was nominated for Come From Away. That's true. So that, it was a hard, that was a great category, it was a great category. but I really feel like they rewarded a lot of Dear Evan Hansen that year. Rightfully. I love that show, yeah. but I think, and it was tough because her show had already been closed yeah. at the time of the Tonys, even though four of them were recognized for a show that had closed six months previously. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see her do the circuit this year. Go to all the breakfasts. Yeah, all the all the um, and share show is galas. no joke. Like the costumes, the makeup, everything that she has to do. It is a vocal. It's a vocally demanding mm-hmm. show. She is basically the nar- narrator, so she does not leave the stage. She's a legend. I will see anything that Stephanie's in. That's so exciting. Yeah, I, I, SJB for the win. I entered the lottery when I was in New York uh, last, but it was like the first weekend the show was on, and I kept losing. I was so disappointed. Um, yeah, so I think that's our best actress in a musical. My winner pick also Stephanie J. Block. So wow, we have um, the same. Uh, we have the same nomination list. Fully same nomination list. Yeah, I think that's kind of a more straightforward one. Yeah. Um, than best actor, I think there's a lot of really strong roles for actors this year, and there are strong roles for women as well. But I just think it's a more straightforward list. Okay, let's do featured actor in a musical. What do you think? Okay, I gotta pull out my page. Here. Find that page. So again, no particular order. Mm-hmm. I've actually seen three of my five nominees. Wow. Which is pretty exciting. Um, I'm going with Jared Spector in the Share Show. Yeah, 100% agree. Playing Sunny. He's I think amazing. I know. I think we're going to have the exact same list. But this really? Is, yeah. Now that you just said you think you've seen three. Oh, wow. And I'm looking, I'm like, uh, you've seen three of this on my list. <laughs> and then I know the fourth. So your next one? Um, we're going to go Patrick Page, Town. Love. I love me some Patrick yeah. Page. Yeah. My next nominee is George Salazar for Be More Chill. Yep, I have him as well. I think this is where Be More Chill is going to get recognized. Same. I put Will Rowland in the other category, so... I too, The but. reason I didn't put Will Rowland is because I think the only one that they could get nominated for is George. Yeah. Um, Which is... I have, Michael I have thought... Yeah, like, he's basically getting nominated off of one, that song, one song. But then think about the Oscars when Anne Hathaway got nominated for six minutes think of Think about Shakespeare in Love, where Dame Judy Dench won for six minutes of screen time. She's a dame. Okay. Or in the West End in Hamilton, um, Mike Gibson won for playing King George. Okay, but also, like, nine minutes of screen if Groff won for nine minutes of screen he time... He was nominated for that nine minutes of screen time. And we would have been time. there for it, Yeah, I would so. be like, that's 100% fine. We were happy for David, but also Groff could have won. Um, but, yeah, yeah so... Um, George Salazar. I'm going to go Ephraim Sykes from Ain't Too Proud. Same. <laughs> I will say, though, the night that I saw Ain't Too Proud, he was out, and I'm still nominated. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't see him? I did not see him. Um, and I guess our final nominee is Brooks Ashmanskis. Ashmanskis from The Prom. Yep, 100%. I... Oh, I'll, I guess we should say, too, that on my long list, um, if they chose to honor Pretty Woman, I have Eric Anderson. I have Eric Anderson on my, on my long and list as well. And I also have Christopher Sieber. I have Christopher Sieber as well. Like, we have the exact same list here. You know what? We have the same brain for some things. Christopher Sieber was a gift in that show. <laughs> Honestly, he's a gift in every show. If him and Brooks got nominated, who would we dump out? Ephraim Sykes? Yeah. Probably. I think... Just, like, name recognition-wise. Yeah. To... So who's to your go back oh. uh, on this one, the reason that we have put Brooks Ashmanskis in this is because we believe that the 
the I mean if you were to nominate the four older actors in the prom they would be featured and Caitlin mm-hmm. would be lead yes I think however there is no lead man in that no. I guess there's not in that there, there doesn't have to be necessarily but I think a case could be made to put Brooks Ashmanskis and Beth Level in lead yeah but I think they're just going to weigh their options and see. I also think that it's more likely that they'll get a featured nomination than to put that, or even more chance of winning in the featured category than in That's the That's true, category. but I honestly think this featured actor, um, like Jared Spector, Patrick Page, George Salazar are all like confirmed 100% for me. I, I think they will get recognized. Mm-hmm. Whereas I could dump Will Roland out of lead. Right, but me. my will, my oh, I, yeah, I could dump Will Chase out of there, too. and I could also dump Alex Brightman. Yeah, so. we could dump a bunch of people and slot them in. So That's I think that might think have less competition. Act, like, Whereas lead woman has a lot more competition for right. Beth level there. So my winner, I feel like we probably have yep. the same winner, is Patrick, Patrick Page. Page. However, 100%. my heart wants Jared Spector. <laughs> I just love Jared Spector. He is. Everybody in the Cher show's biggest cheerleader, and mm-hmm. that says so much for someone who's... He's been in a number of shows yeah. on Broadway. He he's really is, a veteran of the community. Yeah, he is an alum for sure, and he... Was he nominated for Beautiful? I don't know. I'm going to go yes. on a limb and say, yes, he was nominated for Beautiful. But, like I said, I saw the Cher show. Um, Sonny is not a huge part of the show. However, when he's on stage, mm-hmm. like, my audience was obsessed with him. <laughs> The older the women that I was sitting with were saying how much that he was, like, the real Sonny. Mm-hmm. And his voice is so great. He's just... Mm-hmm. I feel like, if anything, he is the most lovable nominee of the season, probably, because mm-hmm. everybody respects him so much in the Broadway community. Yeah. he He's really, like, a veteran of the community and a really active member of it. But yes, my winner, your winner, Patrick is Page. Patrick Page. He's playing Hades in Hadestown. Mm-hmm. And if you have not listened to Patrick Page sing... YouTube, Google, do something to his name. His voice is so, so good. like, strong and, like, deafening. And Honestly, one of my favorite... It rings through you. Yes, and one of my favorite... Back to Spider-Man again. <laughs> <laughs> this is just because they never got honored for Spider-Man, so they have to not Imagine Reeve Carney... Oh my god, I didn't even realize it was the same yeah. show! <laughs> Spider-Man and Green Goblin are reuniting this season on Broadway. Hilarious. Again, the casting of Town has not been announced, so this possibly is yeah. not happening but this is who's doing it in the west end and i assume that's who's gonna come over. and yeah the the soundtrack that i think that patrick page voice is just butter on is the hunchback oh. his frollo my god <laughs> is so good he's just that's a great album in general it's a it's an amazing album michael Arden as quasimodo everything about it honestly cannot wait for the Best live action Schwartz. of oh man let's discuss later but that's a, yeah at a later date the josh gad produced production of hunchback is he gonna play him my brother asked that question. I was like, they can't. Like, no. I'd go for someone a little younger. And also, like, not that Josh Gad has a bad voice, but he doesn't have, like, the Quasimodo voice. The, the voice that Stephen yeah. Schwartz wrote for here. But, yeah, so Patrick Page, like we said, he played Hades in the Canadian production in Edmonton. They yep. brought him with to the West End. If anything, all of the reviews are how incredible yeah. he is. And I'm he's, excited for him to He's come basically back. playing, like, the devil, right? Yeah, Hades. Great. I, I love him. I'd see him in anything. And I'm going his, to New York in August, and Hadestown has now become a contender a of a see. show for me to see. Yeah, which um, is... That's I exciting. mean, if Reeve Carney and Patrick Page are in, I'm going to go that's see so it. That's so exciting. Yeah, I think his big song, Why We Build the Wall, at the end of Act 1, 
Um, I can just already hear him singing that. I think it's... He's a force. Like, yeah. legitimately, his voice is it's just so forceful great role and for powerful him. and great amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we could Page. lust over Patrick Page all day. Oh. But let's move on to the best featured actress in a musical. Yeah. Let me get to my page. Okay. You want to start? Okay. I will start. I'm going to go... <laughs> Amber Gray in Town. Same. Got okay. her on my list. As Persephone. Yes. Um, I will say with this category, I had four locks, and my last one was between, like, three different people. That's so funny. Um, I'm going to go with Lily Cooper in Tootsie. Okay. Interesting. My next person is... We're going to go Ali Stroker in Oklahoma. I have her also. Um, my next one is Beth Level in The Prom. Yep, I have her as well. Okay, my next pick, I'm going to double down here on Oklahoma. We're going to go Mary Testa in Oklahoma. Wow. Mm-hmm. I did not double down These on Oklahoma. These are like Mary Testa, Ali Stoker, and Amber Gray. All people not announced or confirmed, right. but I'm assuming. We're assuming here. I will say, though, like just based off of reviews of Town, <sighs> Amber Gray is allegedly the best person in the show. Yeah. She's the most highly reviewed. Um, Everyone's obsessed with her. Mm -hmm. My final nominee is Michaela Diamond. Same. (laughs) I agree. And I will say, again, I messaged you after... Actually, this was at intermission. Mm -hmm. Holy Broadway debut for Michaela Diamond. Yeah, crazy for her. She's 19 years old, Mm -hmm. and she was about to go to Juilliard when she got the callback for the Cher show. That's crazy. She is incredible she did if i'm not mistaken um jesus christ superstar earlier or she did she year. was sarah Burles's yeah understudy. so like rehearsing with john legend while sarah yeah. Burles was on tour she i think she was in the ensemble mm. of it as well um but yeah my shortlist for best featured actress is orfe and i have her as well um carrie butler in beetlejuice yep i have her too and if they chose to double down on share show teal wicks i do not have teal here but i do have a Stephanie Shue from Be More Chill. <gasps> a possibility. Wow. That's my short list. My long list, I guess. Here's the thing. If they choose to really go heavy here on Be More Chill, I think she can easily be nominated. Yeah. Again, I saw the show at the Signature Theater off-Broadway. So she left SpongeBob to do Be More Chill, but she was actually in the off-Broadway production of... Mm-hmm. Sorry, the out-of-town tryout in New Jersey of Be More Chill. A few years ago, the, the Two Rivers, 20... I believe. 15? 15, yeah. Where the cast album is from. Mm-hmm. So she... She's great, and it's a. I'm sure it's a really fun role for her mm-hmm. to play. And yeah, I think if they choose to honor Be More Chill in more than just a, one or two categories, she could potentially be nominated. Yeah, if they kick out one of my Oklahomas, maybe. Possible. Put her in. So who did you choose to win? This is difficult. I'm between two people right now, and I'll tell you who I'm between. I'm between Amber Gray in Hades Town. Yeah. And Mary Testa in Oklahoma, <gasps> who you don't even have on your list, but I think. Those are our two. Wow. I'm between Amber Gray in Hadestown and Michaela Diamond, but that's just I'm based thinking. off of her performance, I feel. Yeah. Um, and it made me think back to, so just a little backstory on the Cher show. There are three women playing Cher. Stephanie J. Mm-hmm. Block is star, the current Cher. Mm-hmm. Um, Teal Wicks is... That is very flattering to Cher, honestly, because yeah. Cher is like 70 years old. Yes. But, I mean, look at how... Like, she looks great. She looks amazing. <laughs> and I just saw pictures from her most recent that, tour, and she's wearing basically nothing. That um, 
opening night performance where Stephanie and Cher perform together. And Cher is like, go ahead. But like, as her Cher impression, yeah. I could watch just her say that maybe a hundred times. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, so Teal Wicks is playing Lady, who is the married to Sunny Cher mm-hmm. version. And uh, Michaela Diamond is playing Babe, Babe, who is the youngest version mm-hmm. of Cher. And for me, Stephanie J. Block aside, like, she steals the show. Really? She is in amazing shape. Her voice is stunning. Her voice is crazy. Her When uh, her and Jared Spector sing, I Got You, like, mm-hmm. I was basically in tears. Wow. And um, she comes up, like, at the end for the finale and just, like, sings. <laughs> She's great. That's so great. And for a Broadway debut, I think... It's amazing, and this also reminds me of Fun Home when they nominated all three mm-hmm. Allisons, and they split the vote on the um, featured actress, but yeah. Beth Malone took it for the older Allison, which mm-hmm. I agree with that Tony Award. I mm-hmm. think the older Allison puts in a lot of work in that show. Yeah, but Sydney um, Lucas was so Sydney good. Lucas. <laughs> Did not see her. She called out when I went to go see wow. Fun Home. But, um, so yeah, that's very similar to the Cher show this year. Um, if they choose to follow that method, then they would nominate all three. Interestingly, I, last year for Summer, Adonis Summer Musical, LaShawns and Ariana DeBose were both in lead. Right. And then Storm Reed, I don't know what they petitioned her so, as, but she wasn't nominated. Another person on our list is Beth Leffel. We both loved her in the prom. <sighs> this is, again, if they choose to split the categories the way that they did. Yeah. Um, some the reason I read this was because I was reading an article, and someone was convinced that everybody from Head Over Heels was going to get nominated. You know, I had thoughts. I was like, maybe Bonnie Milligan will come in here. Yeah. But I, as you see, I don't even have her on a short list. I don't have her either. Um, her voice is great, but I just feel there's a very specific style of acting in that show that uh, I don't think the Tony voters would get behind. Right. But yeah, so in that article, they were saying how that Head Over Heels would split up all of their actors into featured instead of have somebody be a lead. Yeah, I agree that they are they are all, like, no one is a lead for me. Uh-huh. Um, I saw that show. Um, yeah, Bonnie Milligan would be the closest to a lead, but I'd still put her in featured. Right. Maybe they'd stick, like, no, no, I don't see any leads in that show. Yeah, sadly, I don't think that Beth Level is going to win. Yeah. But you never know. I agree, but I love her, and... I just wanted her to sing The Ladies Improving yeah. on the Tony Awards. <laughs> that would be great. Can they do the opening number as The Ladies Improving? Just like nobody else <laughs> no just, one else just the, the Ladies. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Um, and yeah, my other one on the list was Lily Cooper, and she, which I know you don't have on your list, but... Yeah. She's on um, my short list. She is getting... Was, she got great reviews in the Chicago production yeah. of Tootsie. She plays opposite Santino Fontana, and she didn't another, get nominated for SpongeBob last year. Another so. former Alphaba. Oh my god, wow. She was a standby. I feel like I've seen something of her singing Defying Gravity. She must have been on a few times. Yeah, I think she did go on, but Um, she was a standby. Yeah, and I saw her in Spongebob, and Mm -hmm. she played Sandy, and she has some great moments, but Mm -hmm. she would have, I feel like in that show, only been featured also. I I agree, she would be featured, but I love her voice. She has a very interesting Broadway voice. It's not so clear. There's like a bit of rasp Mm -hmm. in it, and I really appreciate maybe a non-traditional Broadway voice, because it's stunning. Also in the original cast of Spring Awakening. Yes. I also just recently heard uh, her sing one of the songs from Tootsie at BroadwayCon. Oh, really? It's interesting. It's very, like, jazzy. Well, we can get into this when we talk about score, but the person who wrote... Tootsie also wrote The Band's Visit. Yes, David Yazbek. Which is 
crazy because they seem opposites to it me. It is polar opposites. But he's written, he wrote Woman on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown a few years ago, which was another complete yeah. opposite of both of those. Yeah. So he's just a very versatile composer. Very interesting. So is this, should we just transition into score from yeah, here? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Um, so I was... I have four for this. I also have four for this. Um, Share Show can't be in No, because it's not new music. Right, that's what I thought. Um, okay, so my first nominee is The Prom. Yeah, I have that as well. Matthew Sklar and Chad Begelin. Yeah. They had previously done The Wedding Singer and Elf, the musical. Oh, I didn't know they did Elf with Beth Lovell. These roles in the prom seem to be catered to specific people. Right. So they probably worked it around her having already know, knew her. Yeah. Through the prom. Or through Elf, sorry. Okay, mine is Town. Same. Yeah. Written I, by... Anais Mitchell. This is such an interesting backstory on this like it was a concept album i've been listening to the concept album it's which i think so is pretty. gorgeous it's so pretty i, I want to highlight the like one body that I, bear is on body it bear, um annie defranco is on it it's gorgeous i want to highlight my favorite song that i keep listening to on repeat why we build the wall yeah, it's, it's so grounded i don't even know who does that voice mm-hmm. it's the patrick page role but i don't even know who's doing that voice on that album but it's just so like rumbling through my whole body yeah. when i listen to it it's so good Why do we build the wall, my children, my children? Why do we build the wall? Why do we build the wall? We build the wall to keep us free. That's why we build the wall. We build the wall to keep us free. And I was, like, it, it came out as a, on the folk pop charts. Um, I think if you're going to compare this to another musical or two, once, yeah, I possibly agree. Spring Awakening a little yeah. bit. I feel like Hadestown is a show for me. Yeah, <laughs> it is. The two shows you just mentioned are like, oh wow, my Love faves. Both. Yeah. Um, my next nominee is Tootsie. Yep, I have that too. As we mentioned, uh, David Yasbeck wrote the mm-hmm. music. And you're... A previous winner from last year. Yes. Band's visit. Will they do a double win? I don't think so. Um... My last one is Be More Chill. Same! Wow, look oh at this. Oh my god, we have the same ones. I mean, I was looking at the list, so I have the full list here. A lot of them are jukebox, so Ain't Too Proud, um, Cher, Cher um, Head Over Heels, all jukebox. Um, I don't oh, think... Oh, I forgot Head Over Heels was jukebox, but yes, yes Go Go's musical. It. Yeah. Um, getting the band back together is not getting a nomination, no. which is original. King Kong is not getting this. No. Beetlejuice is not getting this. Pretty Woman is not getting this, so this is where we're at. Well, they're not going to honor fellow Canadian Brian Adams. Brian Adams. For Pretty Woman. Just you know, like, those songs are not good. They're just mediocre. Some are fine. You know, I did message you the other day to tell you that I was listening to the last album, but it's not great. Yeah. It's I just... am fully on board with the Be More Chill nomination. I saw the show. Joe Iconis wrote the music and lyrics. Mm-hmm. His music is super interesting to me. Yeah. Um, what I love about this is... Just a little backstory on Be More Chill. Kids are all in high school. Well, they're not kids. We're all in like 30-something. <laughs> they're playing teens. They're playing teens. And it's it's being called Little, little Shop of Horrors. Horrors meets Dear Evan Hansen. They are struggling with anxiety and everything as you do in high school. And the only way to sort of become a different person is to take a squip, which is a tiny computer in pill form. But since the zombie armies yet to descend and the peer 
So with that being said, the songs are almost techno, Mm -hmm. a lot of them, which I like. And what I have written down on my notes is when I left Be More Chill, I was singing immediately as soon as I left the... Which song specifically? Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's just like you're humming it the entire time. That's like the first song I heard from Be More Chill was Michael in the Bathroom, which I think was most people's introduction to Be More Chill. I just, I'd seen George Salazar on YouTube do it at a cabaret now that we're discussing be more chill um this is the little show that could yeah it was um it had its out of town tryout in new jersey in 2015 which is when they did the cast Cast album album. that never happens no it's crazy to do a cast album that early and it's honestly almost a a miracle that they did because that's how people became obsessed yeah fans of the show and they would never have had this opera production this upcoming broadway production without people being a fan of that cast recording yes and based off the cast recording it became sort of like a culty favorite Mm -hmm. it was streamed more than a hundred million times and Mm -hmm. they wrote a new song for the broadway loser geek or whatever it's so good (laughs) that's what i've been listening recently will roland just like going for it Mm -hmm. i love michael in the bathroom i love two-player game yeah i love a lot of the stuff on the album and it's one that i honestly listen in my car driving all the time that one in the car that being said i have chosen hades town as my winner you know, did you go to the prom? No, I didn't go to the prom. That's not gonna be the prom. It's not gonna be more chill. I'm between Tootsie and Hades Town right now. Really? Yes. I don't think that they're gonna give David Yazbek a double year win. The I band's feel that. music is stunning. I feel it's that. one of those that like I saw the show um, this last October. year. Yeah. And I didn't love it as much as everybody else loved it, but mm-hmm. it is one that I will go and put on the soundtrack every so often. Mm-hmm. Um, from, again, what I heard of the one song that was released from at Tootsie. Broadway Con from Tootsie, it's super jazzy, which sort of makes sense to the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I've never even seen Tootsie the movie, so wow. should, we, should we have a watch party? So, yeah, <laughs> so I saw, I've actually seen Tootsie like a few times. We watched it in my grade nine drama class oh, a few times because we had a they're, putting a, a project. they're making a movie in that yeah, one, Yeah, right? so a little backstory on Tootsie is it's about this actor, Michael Dorsey, who is struggling and his agent books him an audition for a soap opera and it goes terribly wrong. So he decides to create a new alter ego he becomes Dorothy Michaels mm-hmm. and starts getting roles and becomes a star and falls in love with a Hilarious. woman which is very problematic um, but I did read that the They've the changed show it. is not like the movie well I've heard because he they make a movie in the movie yes what I've heard in the musical is that they're making a musical I've also heard just like the prom that it's very it caters to Broadway fans which I'm is great I'm yeah, that we love that <laughs> so, as a Broadway fan I am here to be catered to I think yeah so yeah, that's so, interesting because the I would say that the out of all of these, I think that Prom and Be More Chill have sort of similar sounding cast albums mm-hmm. just because it's super fun. Hades Town is so different from yeah. everything else. I'd be interested. They have the concept album and they have the live recording. I'd I've be heard interested. Both. I think you have too. Um, I've only listened to the concept album. Oh wow, the live album is really interesting. Yeah, I don't like live albums that much. There's a lot of clapping. On yeah, it. those kind of bother me sometimes. I was trying to listen to the Miss Saigon album and it's live too, and it bothered me. And I was over it. Oh, that's an interesting. One um, to put live. But I think we'll get a new cast recording for Hades Town. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I'd be interested to hear that as well and to kind of see what's changed. 
Um, I mean, like we said, put Patrick Page on that album and I'll listen to it. Yes. Um, so, you know what? Just to be different, I'm going to go with Tootsie here. David Yazbek, he was recognized last year, first win. So I feel like that train is just going to keep going for mm-hmm. him. I what I will say about Hades Town also is that um, Aeneas yeah. Mitchell has stuck with the album from the very mm-hmm. beginning. This is nine years in the making. Yeah, this 2010 show. that album. Yeah. So and she has fully jumped on board and is heavily involved in the production, and I'm I really excited. appreciate that. Yeah. With some I, of that I, music, you know, I love having your traditional. Broadway composers, but I also love when people from different genres come in and try something mm-hmm. with Broadway um, and bring their own styles and their own viewpoints. And I love when they show that passion for theater. Um, so I'm excited to see this staging and to see this. Uh, I mean, the this photos production. and the promo videos Gorgeous. that I've seen. It's stunning. Gorgeous. It's so cool. They've got three turntables. <laughs> you know, I love a turntable. It's, it's kind of like as I was looking at stuff, I again question why it's not going into Circle in the Square. But we they can had get done to... productions in the round. Yes. And then they started working on it for proscenium. Yes, and, and it's in proscenium right now. The show that is going into Circle in the Square is Oklahoma. So let's just get on into the best revival of a musical. Okay, I'm ready to go. There are only two shows nominated in this category. <laughs> we assume they'll both be nominated. Imagine, oh, like, yeah. wa- imagine they're so bad that they're just like, we're just canceling this category. This brings into, sorry, the question we had before Oklahoma was announced. We're like, what if there only is one revival? What do they do? I think that it becomes eligible to be nominated in Best Musical. Best Musical. See, my theory was maybe they'll throw it in with the revival of plays. Yes. If Kiss Me Kate was the only one that was in the running. Or they just it cut it completely. Get put into um, the Best Musical category, I don't mm-hmm. think it would be nominated. Yeah, I agree. It's there's too many other good there's shows. There's a lot of great things. I mean, maybe this is going to be a revelatory production. We don't know. Kelly O'Hara is great. Corbin Blue is going to be in this. I know. I <laughs> we, literally we on my notes. He's Corbin a, Blue. He's oh, not wow. on my shortlist. He's not on my shortlist either. Uh, but poor guy. I, you know, I hope that he's great in this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Kiss Me Kate and Oklahoma are the only shows right eligible now eligible for revival. I really don't think that there's anything that could step in here. No. There's been no announcements of anything being no, revived. No, the only one is West Side Story, but that's not coming until next the next. Year. Yeah, the next season. So I think we're probably gonna have the same winner for this yes. one. I, poor Kiss Me Kate has been in this lone. It's been a lone wolf. And then one came in the, and just was like, nope. Yeah, Oklahoma comes in, and now I'm like, yo, it's winning. Oklahoma's about to win. Yeah, the production stills have been so beautiful from the St. Anne's Warehouse production directed by Daniel Fish. It um, is going into the Circle and Square Theater, mm-hmm. so it will be performed in the round, which is. I mean, the way that it, it was staged at St. Anne's, they sort of made it like a concert hall. It was like, like a, a dance barn. Hall. And there were like tables. And I think yeah. there were going to be tables in this one as well mm-hmm. that audience members, the first row is going to be sitting at. Um, I really love the Circle in the Square as the new location for kind of avant-garde immersive productions. The I way do, that Once on this Island was yeah. and now Oklahoma. I do have to stop you for a second because I remember very clearly when we were talking about what would go into the circle in the square, your exact response to Oklahoma was, do I need that? I don't need that. <laughs> I know, but now I just got so excited about it. I know. It looks crazy. I was listening to the music and I appreciate, I understand, I like a straight revival, um, but I also, when something's revived. This is not a straight revival. No, when something is revived, I want to, there has to be a reason for it to be revived. I don't just want to see the exact production that we've always seen before. And I really feel like, I have not seen this, but I really feel like the director, Daniel Fish, and the production company really took the source material and tried to stay true to it, but also reinterpret it and reimagine it 
while still honoring the original. It would be on my top list if I were to go to New York when it's running. It's on a limited run right now, it's, but uh, yeah. I, I think it will extend. I think so too, especially if it if does it sells win. well. If it sells well and if it wins the Revival Tony, like why wouldn't you yeah. make the most of your money and, and mm-hmm. keep the show running? It's also from what I've read in reviews of people that saw the off-Broadway or not even off-Broadway, the... St. Anne's Warehouse production in yes, Brooklyn. Yes, in Brooklyn. Um, that it is experimental theater at its finest. It also seems like it's a show that you either love or you hate, or there's a lot of people that love to hate it, but they mm-hmm. probably really did love it. Yeah. And that it is a darker version, mm-hmm. and it's also literally in the dark. That's crazy. I read one thing that said it was as if all the subtext from the original production of Oklahoma became text this time they're just more explicit about everything that's happening all the darkness before it was kind of maybe hidden away um, and maybe glossed over in a way they throw it right in your face mm-hmm. and said yo this is the reality of what's happening yeah and let you be exposed to hit gunshots um, and I'd be excited for that like we said Kiss Me Kate is the second possible only nominee the the hard part about this is we know really nothing about the There's revival no, besides yeah. cast besides casting we, yeah we just know cast it's opening in April, March, opens in March, um, but there was no out of town, there was no, no. pre-Broadway, there was no nothing. I wonder if they've done a lab or a I workshop. I feel like they've done a lab, but I also have a feeling that Kelly O'Hara walked in and was like, let's revive let's Disney Kate, and, and they're, they're like, like, yeah, of Bar- course. Bartlett Shear's doing it, right? In Studio yes. 54? Yes. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was reading the summary, because I haven't seen the movie, um, but I was reading the summary of it. It is two Hollywood stars um, who are divorced, mm-hmm. who are starring together in Taming of the Shrew oh. on uh, on Broadway um, or making or the movie of it I don't know um, they're starring together and so their real life relationship uh, they antagonize each other kind of mirrors the relationship of Petruchio and Catherine in um, Taming of the Shrew so that's Kate comes from Catherine in Taming of the Shrew right. so I, I can imagine it would be really fun but I'm interested to see what they do with it Will Chase was did an interview for Vulture, and he said that it's not the traditional staging that you would expect. I, again, I'm interested, but we really know and nothing about it. And that goes hand in hand, because the poster that they released is almost identical to the season the one poster smash! of Smash. <laughs> They're all climbing the bodies. Starring Will Chase. <laughs> That's so funny. So, yeah, I mean, again, it's going to sell well because it's Kelly O'Hara, mm-hmm. and the Broadway critics love her, but I she really do think that this is Oklahoma's to lose. Here. And um, our final category. I know. Is after our final category, I want to talk about a few other categories. Right. So briefly. Um, I have some thoughts. <laughs> so our final category is Here we go. Best musical. Best I, new musical. Sorry, best new musical. I really struggled on this one. This is I have three for sure, and then I don't know where the fourth one's gonna go. I have I mm, yeah. I've gone with four. I I've think. gone with four also. Okay, go I'll, for it. I'm gonna start with Hades Town. Same. Got that. Got it. Um, I have Tootsie. Me too. My next one is The Prom. Same. Okay. My final one is The Share Show. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. That, that's my one that's up in the air. Like, I don't have it starred here, but I... What looking, is your potentials? Well, I have everything listed here. I don't think it's going to be Be More Chill. Me I don't think it's going to be Ain't Too Proud. Nope. I don't think it's going to be Beetlejuice. It's not going to be King Kong. <laughs> And Watch King Kong gets nominated for nothing and then pulls out a Best New Musical <laughs> That would be hilarious. Because I feel like that year with American Idiot, it got no nominations except for Best New Musical. Which it didn't win. So there were only surprising. three new musicals that year, I feel. It was a, it was yeah. a tough season. Um, yeah, Head Over Heels and Getting the Band Back Together are not winning. So I really think The Share Show is the only I also option. did that. By process of elimination, I did Share Show because I think 
I mean, again, Tootsie has not transferred. Hadestown has not transferred mm-hmm. yet. We have not seen these productions. I mm-hmm. have seen two of the four, but I do think that the prom, Hadestown, and Tootsies are for sure locks. Yeah. At this point in the Which game. is kind of crazy because the prom got mixed reviews, and I think a lot of its strength in these nominations is because we both loved it from our hearts. Yes, but it did. It was New York Times... Um, Critics pick? Yeah, Critics pick of 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, I have been reading a lot about the prom, and a lot of people think that it could get lost as we approach April in nominations. Yeah, it did open slightly early. Um, But it is a feel-good story. Um, I think right now, if they do want to honor an LGBT show, the Mm -hmm. prom wins over Head Over Heels. I think this and Tootsie as well both speak to, even the share show to an extent, People love shows about themselves. Yes. So. Share show. <laughs> well, you know, performers are the majority of voters. Yeah. People who put on performances. And so they see a show about performers or a show about the struggle of being a performer. That's definitely true in, true in Tootsie, definitely true in The Prom. Mm-hmm. And even through the share show, you watch one specific woman struggling being a performer her whole life. Yeah. And I see the voters really relating to that and seeing themselves in that story. Yeah. And I think they'll reward that. And to get into the share show just a little bit more, like I had issues with the fact that there are three shares simultaneously on the, sh- uh, on the stage. At, um, they talk to each it. other, right? Yeah. It's a little <laughs> weird. And I do have to give major props to the other actors because all three of them can be on stage and they switch who they're talking to as wow. they walk by. That's great directing, honestly. Yeah. So I, I think that the fact that they took the risk and went that way is something that is worth nominating the show. Mm-hmm. Again, as an overall, it's such a fun time and the costumes are so beautiful. Again, like that's one that they'll get nominated yeah, for sure. We'll talk about Co- that. Like choreography, music, all that. And I mean, like your three shares are stars and Jared Spector mm-hmm. is amazing. So why wouldn't you just put all of that together? Yeah, for sure. But um, my winner for oh my best God, we didn't musical, even pick a winner. Is Hades Town? Hades Town? Yeah, I agree. We're gonna go with Hades Town. Again, this show is not open. There is currently no cast attached so to it yet. It has won. <laughs> like Hades Town is gonna win everything. But I really think it is. It. I agree. To to get into that a bit, it is based off of Greek mythology. Yeah. This show started out in 2006 as a tour of just the story. Yeah. Um, then the 2010 concept album was released. It was then in Edmonton um, and then in the West End and now it's coming to Broadway. Um, From what I've seen in the pictures, it looks like a combination of old and modern costumes. Mm -hmm. The set seems pretty simplistic. They play the instruments on stage, which is very once. Also chess. Also Oklahoma. Yes, that's (laughs) true. Um, And yeah, it just looks so interesting and it's been called a show that could reinvent Broadway. It's also very political. I think... In a sense, like you said, they Why really we built the wall? Yeah. But that song was written in 2000... That concept album came out in 2010. That's right. crazy. But I've also read that with everything that's happening it's in the world... It's become a sort of anthem. Yeah, it's becoming the show for she the had, people. She had a premonition about this. She did. She, she wrote this song, you know, almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, Why we built the wall in relating just to these characters. And then the current events became to match like art imitating life life imitating art mm-hmm. um it's crazy that that this song has had come out 
gained so much meaning since it was written. Yeah, and like I said earlier, is I've seen a 30 second promo and that sold me on the show. Enough. Yeah, so that means something. I watched that clip of Damon doing. Oh my god, <laughs> the comments on that video are. Have you ever seen more chemistry in 53 seconds? Because I. Who was the girl with her? I don't, I don't know. know, but it just looks. It looks so much like the shows that you're obsessed with. Yeah, yeah, you know. This is a me show, which yeah. is funny. Yeah, I'm mean, also pick Town Best Musical Winner. Um, another show that is obviously in our list is Tootsie, and um, there was a great review on Variety, and mm. to quote that article, um, they said that the show has a personality that is all its own, despite borrowing from the movie, and that gives it a noted advantage over other often dreary film-to-stage adaptations. Yeah. I see that. I mean, looking at Pretty Woman, we have Pretty Woman completely shut out here. I know. It's good. It's not great. I think if they're going to honor... As opposed to The Share Show, which is not good, but great. <laughs> the Share Show is a far superior show yeah, to Pretty Woman. I believe you. It's, it's a blast. And I weeped for the last 20 minutes. So that means something. It does, because even if not everything is working something is working to get your emotions tied up in it mm-hmm. um, in a way that it could have just been Stephanie J. Block <laughs> it's true but her performance got you worked up that is performance art what she is <laughs> doing up there also again she was recently on the share vlogs do I do anything else but watch broadway.com vlogs no. probably not but um, Jared Spector has been interviewing all three shares and she was the most recent interview amazing and She's slightly injured right now, but is still performing, mm-hmm. and it just seems like her costume, she said some of them are 30 pounds, and some of them That's have to be crazy. stored in boxes because it's all beating, and it can't... So, the weight of yeah, it. Yeah, everything. Um, that kind of brings me to just some other categories that I want to yeah. discuss. Costumes, I think there's only one name to talk about here, and it's Bob Mackie for of the course. show. He's going to win this. I don't even care who else is nominated. I don't care either. He was so good. This we is, don't need to talk about any other nominees. No, we're this not. This is Bob Mackie. We're not. This is Bob Mackie's. I think they're... Bob Mackie is playing a really interesting role in not only being the costume designer for the share show, but also being a character in the share show. Yes, and the character Bob Mackie in Act 1 has a fashion show and is <laughs> everything. There's probably like 20 costumes that these people Amazing. come out in. Amazing. And everyone just claps because you're like, hey, should I be clapping right now? I think I yes. should be. Yeah, I really think, and they're gonna, he's a, a name in costume design. I would also just love to see him get up there and be accept, an ato- uh, he, accept a Tony. So I think he's 100% gonna win that. Though we said that about Tina Fey winning Best Book last year. And that was shock. That was the most shocking moment of the night because after that, as we, we were knew sitting what was going at Shoeless Shows on King Street in Toronto. R.I.P. Shoeless Shows. I know, oh my God, so sad. But Musical Stage Company put on on a Tony party. It was honestly such a great time. <laughs> so good. But I back. think everybody there when Tina Fey lost, gasped. Was shocked. Because normally they don't put best book on the telecast. And they did probably because they thought Tina was going to win and she didn't it win. It was also the award that that was the only one I thought Mean Girls was going to win. Yeah. When it won nothing. And Spongebob won nothing. Sad. Oh my god. Yeah, so costumes, um, Bob Mackie. For orchestrations, I'm going to go Oklahoma. I really think that's where it's at because they really reorchestrated the whole show. Yeah. When I take you out tonight with me Oh, honey, here's the way it's gonna be You will set behind a team of snow-white horses In the slickest gig you ever see Yes, um, and kind of, oh, direction I want to talk about for a little minute. I think the two here for me are Rachel Chafkin for Hadestown. Mm-hmm who uh, just came off of Great Comet. 
uh, I think she's kind of a really interesting director and I'm excited to mm-hmm. see what she do, does especially after Great Comet with that huge immersive stage and then the person I actually think is going to win is Daniel Fish for Oklahoma yeah people are saying that his production is a true Daniel Fish production yeah um, I'm excited to see it but again having it in the round sort of changes the game for a lot yeah. of things so you really have to play to your audience when you're in the round so it'd be interesting to see how this set goes with that yeah I, I'm excited for Oklahoma. I want to see all the bootlegs. I don't. Sorry. I don't want to see any bootleg, but, like, if it's out there. I want to see a properly filmed, uh, like, promo reel. Okay. Um, and finally, I just want to, like, touch on choreography. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of my... Yes, the dancer um, in you needs to talk choreography. I know, get it. I have some thoughts here. I didn't even put the share show in, so I didn't research who choreographed the share show, but I think that's another possibility. So I have five on my short list for choreography here. Um, Ain't Too Proud, I think is a possibility here. I mean, having seen it, I disagree. Really? But... Sergio Trujillo did that choreography. Um, yeah. He's very talented. From Canada, Canadian. I, I... Again, with this show, I wonder how much they'll honor it at the Tonys, if at all. Yeah. I, I see the performances getting um, yeah. honored, but I, I just think with that classic Motown look that they'll kind of appreciate that there is there is a few like great standout yeah. dance numbers for sure um with the temptations mm-hmm. which supremes <laughs> with the supremes yeah like it's it's good um i also have kiss me kate warren carlisle is so talented um i really see him i hope there's a tap number in that show yeah um, you love a good tap number. i do love a good tap number um oklahoma john higginbotham um he choreographed the st Anne's warehouse production and i believe they'll bring his choreography over um, I think they're going to reward that originality mm-hmm. in the in the round choreography, which is really difficult. And yes. I was disappointed that last year's production of Once on This Island wasn't recognized for their in the round choreography. Because it's, it's a whole different hard. game. It's a whole different game to choreograph in the round. But maybe giving them best revival was enough. Um, choreography, also, I have The Prom. Casey, Casey Nicola. Nicola. That's just... It's so fun. So great. Um, and my little dark horse pick here, my one recognition of Head Over Heels. Oh. I, thought the choreography of Head Over Heels was great. Spencer Lift did it. Um, he really created a, vo- a visual language of choreography for the beat in uh, Arcadia in Head Over Heels. And I think he really did a lot of hard work for that show. Um, that opening number is so great. And they're always doing kind of arm clapping, snapping movements throughout the whole show that he created uh, for that show. So, yeah, those are my kind of likes. And then also the share show. I didn't research who choreographed that one, but that's another kind of dark There's horse. so much dancing in it, mm. and it's, it's the, really great. For, you know what, that's a mistake because the, the dark lady dance in that is oh. getting so much, like, buzz around it. If anyone is interested, read the Broadway World forums on the share show reviews and watch what everybody is saying about the dark lady. It's very so, similar I'm to... I'm mistake. Let's take out Ain't Too Proud and put in the share show. Yeah, like, if you... It's the it's a tango. It comes out of nowhere, which is the and best kind of dance, it's just her, right? right? With all the it's male ensemble. It's very Roxanne, Moulin Rouge. Amazing. Um, and that number alone could have got a standing ovation. Wow. And it's, a, I think it's a pretty split ensemble with uh, men and women, and they're equally all working so hard, and they're basically wearing nothing on stage, so, like, good on Bob you. Bob Mackie did that. So, yeah, I think that really covers everything. Um, wow. There are obviously some other categories we're not touching, yeah. but I, I, I'm not in a position to judge lighting And here. I am pleasantly surprised with how many same nominations we, we have. I, I really think we two were simpatico here. Yeah. Um, 
It's a good. Uh, it's but a good I will. Year. I will be keeping all of these notes because the actual Tony nominations are I on know. April thirtieth. I do think, based off of the research that we have done, we're pretty knowledgeable on what could actually happen this season and mm-hmm. I think that a lot of our picks will show up. You've seen a lot of shows this season so I you have. really have uh, first hand knowledge. I, I know and I even I had to put my heart aside on some of these and go <laughs> with my gut and just choose things that I thought that the Tony voters would mm-hmm. choose. This is the conversation we start having very early in the year. Well to be fair Paul Wintorek the editor-in-chief of Broadway.com put out a tweet in November saying <laughs> Guys, it's the best day of the year. Broadway.com office is doing the 2019 Tony nominations. <laughs> so they did it in November. We are in January. January. So it's three months away. Yeah. It's still way too early. Yeah. But Particularly, yeah. a lot of things haven't opened. Not full casting announced. Um, you know, we don't, haven't seen reviews for a lot of things. No. It will be fun to watch as we approach Tony mm. nomination day to see and compare to what we what yeah, we say now totally compare and to just see more like promo videos and to actual actually read real reviews of yep. shows and get casting news because yep. like we said half of our uh, winners is Town in yep. acting and in best musical score <laughs> whatever and that show has no cast attached to it at all yep so yeah who this knows was, this was super fun for this our first episode um let us know what you think could win Best New Musical at the Tony Awards this year. I know. Year. Or if you agree with us or disagree with us. Yeah, on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at Off2Bway Podcast. That's with the number two. And we'll see you guys next week. See you later. Bye.